you do it. <laughs> it's fair. There is no normal though, because it's been so long. Uh, true. It's been like I looked. I think it's been four months since we last did a podcast together. That's and even then, like for the whole year, it's not been like super regular. Yeah. That so, we've been doing it. No. So people who don't know, this podcast started out as just being Chris Light and Gwen Frey talking back in the day. Yeah, yes. like if you got super into the interviews, they probably went back and was like, let's listen to the old stuff. I'm like, why is this guy on it over and over again? And he doesn't know anything. <laughs> Those were fun, though. That's how this all got started. And then mm. and then you left us. So, Chris Light, where, what's been going on? Your life got hella busy. You had less time yeah. for the podcast because you moved to America to work at Meow Wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Now you're back in the UK. So let's mm -hmm. catch up. What yeah. happened? So a lot. Uh, I was working at Meow for like a year, working in the then entertainment division, uh, MWE, as we all called it internally. And I was a live stream producer. So if you ever saw a live stream from Meow Wolf, chances are this dude was behind the computer trying to, trying to wrangle everything into one box and make it all work, which sometimes could be fun and interesting. <laughs> but yeah that was me for a while and then uh scratch forward like 11 months they laid off basically everyone in the division i was in except like about five people or something i don't know but like we all got laid off the whole division was like kind of gutted and then i had to kind of emergency move back home which sucked and cost a lot of money Seven. and You've been downplaying this a lot because I was watching this as it went down and you like, you gave up everything, moved to America. Your wife couldn't mm. work while you were out there because of how things work in America. Yes. You took this job. It didn't pay you super well. You worked there for a while, got laid off, and then had to go back to the UK with like nothing. Yeah, that's kind of essentially, they paid me reasonably well. It was okay. just my situation and the fact that my wife couldn't work. That You know, if I'm going to be fair to them, yeah. I, you know, it, it was, if it was just me and I was a happy single guy with no debts, uh, like if I was like 21, this would have been amazing. <laughs> like, don't yeah. get me wrong. But sadly, I was not. And uh, yeah, so it was like, gave up everything. So I, I chucked away so much stuff to like move out there and then had to do that all over again uh so now i'm living with uh parents which is you know the dream of all 33 year olds and uh which is good it's good don't get me wrong the options of what else it would have been are like incredibly worse so you know yeah i'm not complaining at all but uh yeah now i'm just like in a debt hole that fortunately i now the, the one of the main good things about it is it was literally like a month and three weeks that i didn't have a job and those were like a horrible month and three weeks and now you have a like, job again the yes UK? yeah uh i work for xsplit full time now uh a company i'd always kind of worked with freelance like doing stuff and had always had i was still working with them actually while i was in america just doing like part-time bits like representing them at events and like doing little bits of copywriting and stuff. But yeah, now I'm the communications and content editor for Expert, which is really cool. And yeah, so I'm working again, which means I can slowly 
begin the rebuilding process after all the debts are paid off, which is yeah. fun. But yeah, it was it was a job that kind of it like well, I mean it was a full time job, right? And it also kind of just took all my energy like mentally over time and uh became less and less fun for me, which meant I did not have the energy to like do anything. Like <laughs> so when it came to the podcast, it'd be like uh like the prospect of being interesting on a thing was like yeah that's not mentally going to be happening okay. right now i'm never interesting on these things that was never an <laughs> issue. but the well the, yeah but i'm the interesting one gwen oh, this is where yeah i yeah, gotta be there it's to find other interesting people that's right yeah, yeah. i was no. glad you found jason jason i like I, the ones i've listened to Mojica? i'm a big fan of Mojica. he's a good guy yeah Mojica's great i love all of them i i want to keep oh yeah i want you back too but i want to keep in touch with those guys and keep bringing them yeah because i want to see good stars go. but the um anyway do you, yes do you regret moving out there financially i sure do <laughs> well if you, could, <laughs> if you could send a message back in time would you be like don't do this what would you do? i would so i would probably say don't take out like the large loan to buy stuff again. Don't do that. That's the main bit. I'd be like, don't do that bit because don't worry. You're not going to be there a lot, as long as you think. <laughs> so don't worry about it. But um, no, because I think without all of that happening, I wouldn't have ended up. Uh, I wouldn't have ended up where I am now. I wouldn't have ended up like having to be a bit more adult with myself that I do now if that makes any sense like mass debt and kicking out of things certainly make you <laughs> be like oh i gotta figure out what i'm doing <laughs> like quick with life yeah. so uh, that is good i don't know if that kick up the ass would have come quite as rapidly but yeah maybe i could have just explained that to myself rather than gone for everything i went through so Maybe not. I maybe would have not. I could have just read a book and been like, oh, grow up. Because <laughs> that's the best thing I've got from it. So, yeah, maybe not. Maybe I would not have. I mean, don't get me wrong. I actually met some really nice people. There's still some people that I would consider, like, close friends that I met out there that I wouldn't have met otherwise. And That was like a your first time having a proper 9 to 5 job. When I went out there, mm. they were pretty lackadaisical about, like, you don't actually have to show up at 9 o'clock and... Like, you know, no. punch clock, like you're doing, I don't know, real jobs. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've done like retail, but this was like the first time I've done like a, this is important to you and it should be important to you kind of nine to five job. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like retail, like you and nobody else except the manager most of the time. <laughs> like, yeah, it's because you're like 20 and it's like, I have no interest in this. But yeah, no, that was. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was definitely... I don't even know as I particularly liked New Mexico. That was the other thing. I knew that going in, though. Like It is. So oh. Santa Fe is this glorious place if you're, like, old and retired. It's mm. got more more cafes and art galleries per capita than anywhere else, I think. Like, it's this beautiful yeah. little art community. Uh, but if you're from London and you're, like, used to the big city life and you're moving out mm. to, to New Mexico, which is uh, the population is very low. Like, that was a huge culture shock. Plus, you're going from yeah. the UK to America, which is yeah. like, got to be something of a culture shock, I imagine, right? Yeah. Like, I never thought I'd spend as much on health insurance as I did. Oh, 
Apocalypse. In my lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. And the doctors are no better. Don't let anyone tell you it's better over there. That is a lie. The one doctor experience I had over there was awful. And I was like, this is, I, I, I now have to give you money. This is insane. <laughs> like, but um, yeah, it was, it was definitely a big culture shock. I, I'm not like the sort of person that super like goes out and like does stuff or anything. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like that was an issue. I think just like the climate and like the whole thing. Like, I don't know if I was ever super sold on like the whole like meow wolf thing to begin with. Like, I don't know. You could see how people can get super swept up in it because it's, it's kind of an art collective of people, but it's really like a company and that's what it is now. Like it has to be, it would be ridiculous. If it wasn't, they've got like four or 500 employees at this stage yeah. and they're building exhibits all over the country now. So of course it is, but like, yeah. I don't know. It didn't super, you just, if you just search like meow wolf in Google news, you can find out plenty more than I can. Yeah. tell you <laughs> it's like an art installation that you walk around it's beautiful and interesting and fascinating and it's fun and mm. it's super unique and difficult to put into words but um I, yeah and showcasing that in streaming is was an interesting direction for them to try to take it is and they're still doing it uh they they are like they're still going with meow Wolf live i thought that would be wrapping up but it is not if anything, I think they're now doing more of it than they were before they let me go, which is disappointing. <laughs> but um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a whole thing. So, uh, yeah, yeah it, it wasn't like the greatest time in my life ever. So we don't have to dwell you know, on it if you don't want to. Nah, it's I guess I haven't really like because it's been it's been three months since. So I don't know as I've even really like super processed everything. Yeah. Like just because there was so much time of like, oh God, I got to get a job. Oh God, I got to do this. And then like now I've got a job. It's probably the first time, but I'm still like building up towards a bunch of other stuff. So yeah. Are you going to go yeah. back to going to shows and things again a lot now that you're a part of X? Yes. Nice. Yes. I'm going to PAX South actually oh, in nice. January, which I'm super looking forward to because that is like, I've always said if my job could be to just go to shows, that would be the best job in the world ever. Uh -huh. So that is my favorite thing. So I'm looking forward to that. Sweet. All right. I'll start yeah. seeing you at shows again. We'll start debriefing on shows again. It's been a while. Yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, yeah, it wasn't the best of times, but, you know, it, it's over. So <laughs> good. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. Yeah, that went yeah. down. I forgot that was three months ago. It's crazy how time flies. It's gone so quick, right? It has, yeah. Like, because obviously me and Gwen talk outside of being on a podcast. No. And yeah, no, never. <laughs> Gwen doesn't want to, but like I just talk at her. It just keeps but, happening. Uh, yeah, right, here we are. And uh, so, yeah, you've kind of been along for the ride in a way. And it's definitely been a, a whirlwind. But I mean... It's so great because, like, some one thing I want to talk about. I was excited to do this podcast, guys. There's just so much that's happened to you that I wanted to talk about. And uh, like, the last time I saw you was pre Kine coming out, <laughs> like Pax West, and the game's out now. Yeah. Like, it's, it's Stadia's out now. It's the whole thing. And I mean, you've probably talked about it, but like, 
How did it go? I don't know. I've, it's been very me-centric when we've had conversations. Oh, um, well, it's hard to, like, hmm. when somebody's going through something really hard, like you were, it's really hard mm. to be like, oh, my life kind of sucks right now, too, but in a yeah. lesser way, like, you know, or... or I did have a trump card. I or did. the it's opposite. Kinda... Yeah, I know. Or, or And you can't also just be like, well, it's fuck i'm really excited you know so uh, i don't mind that one it was always good though like if you'd have anyone being like oh let me tell you how tough it is for me right now and i'd be like oh really oh oh it's tough for you right now is it <laughs> that was my mode for like a month <laughs> oh god yeah yeah i know i know what it's like when i was laid off like i've been laid off before it's the mm. the impossible you can't relax. You always tell yourself you'll relax between jobs, but you can't. You need, no. even if you have money, you just, the there's just this constant, like, like, I remember just sleeping all day and I would tell my, my uh, flatmate at the time, I'd be like, wake me up when I have a job. Like, and I just, <laughs> like, I, the, the constant, the rejection, the just mm, constant oh, rejection. Uh, the never hearing anything back, the never quite sure why, the, uh, you God. can't, like, you don't want to be, like, the negative person in people's lives. They, there's no right way yeah. to get through it. Like, everyone's experience in this is different, but being laid off just totally blows. Um, mm. Yeah. It's very, it's not fun. The Yeah, the rejection. Because I applied for, like, a ton of jobs like obviously yeah and yeah there was like like you go through like some jobs you have like multiple 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 interviews to like then not get the job yeah <laughs> like and you're like this one's gonna be it because like this is like the fifth interview now like i must be doing great nah <laughs> so yeah that's always fun yeah so the um yeah anyway you no uh... and the video game it's fine. The uh, okay. I just like, like I just sympathize really deeply. Yeah, no, kind of. Um, I mean, I have talked about it on the on the podcast before. Kind of came out. I, I would think. Yeah. I had a debrief with like um, William Cheer. It's weird. Like I, I have a notebook here where I wrote down like the things I was worried about before I launched, mm. <laughs> and then the things that people didn't like after I launched, and then like the way I felt about the game was. The things that I thought were wrong or bad about it completely changed after launch when I saw the people playing it. I was like, oh shit, actually, yeah. Or oh, like, none of that, mad. Yeah, no. Like, I'd have yeah. to go back and look at it. Like, I think I can find just the pro the things I thought were problems were not mm. the problems, basically. Huh. Uh, I watched a few people play on Twitch. Like, on launch week, I kept, like, I would, because I was freshly back in the UK, like, the day it came out. So I, I had. Mm -hmm. plenty of time so i was like uh, i was just trolling like kind i had it as a tab open like and i'd be googling it yeah. like refreshing the google thing every day see when the reviews came out and, like stuff like that yeah, i watched I a few people stream it and some people would like super get it i think in fact i don't think i saw anyone not get it i think if you were gonna play it and stream it you got it kind of a thing yeah i think there was some um, i don't know i've watched a bunch of streams like some yeah. people, some people just don't like. It's a hard game at the end of the day. Yeah, like, I I'm not good at it. I uh, bought it and I'm not good yeah. at it. <laughs> like, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it, shipping is somewhat is like everyone will tell you. It feels really anticlimactic. You kind of build this thing up in your mind. You have really high hopes. You see what happens. It uh, shipping isn't this like you hit the button and then you're done and it's all parties and rainbows and stuff. It just 
you just wake up the next day and you just go back to work and you just keep working it's just different mm. work now um huh. mostly uh, some of it's bug fixing problems with the storefront i've got a lot of like opinions now about discoverability on the switch <laughs> like no yeah one, no one can find kind like if you search for kind on the switch what comes up first is mario versus rabbits and then nine other games and then kind uh, huh. I mean, that feels like a real, like, Mario uh, versus Rabbids. That doesn't sound like it know. should be cropping up first for K-I-N-E in yeah. one, like... <laughs> you would think it. Like, I don't know. I, I've just got, like, massive pet peeves with certain things now. Like, I've got huh. strong opinions about shit. Because I'm like, search for the... Okay, um, as soon as it was no longer, like, the day it released, you know, things mm. get buried pretty quickly. I was like, yeah, just search for Kine. And then they're like, we can't find it. And I went and I searched for Kine. And I'm like, oh, it's the 10th <laughs> thing on the no list. Sense. So search for Kine and then I guess scroll. Like, yeah, so I would, get, I would just get mad about certain things. Yeah, I did, I mean, that feels completely valid. That's really mind boggling. Yeah, but I mean, huh. so I, I would go through through phases. I don't know. And then mm. the... This, the launch on Stadia happened, and there's a lot of stuff I just can't talk about with regard to that. But, like, yeah, yeah that happened with, uh, mm. I, I had a bad, uh, interaction with the press, uh, with that. I and, saw. Yeah. That looked fun. Yeah. That, I, I, that, yeah, that was I a shame. I saw that. Yeah. Like, I, and I went to Google, and I'm like, I didn't say this. And they're like, we, we know. Well, don't worry, it's okay. And then we were trying to like damage control the whole thing, but it, it, that was a nightmare. Um, yeah, that happened. And then after that, it was uh, just a lot of trying to figure out what's coming next. A lot of decompressing and thinking about what I shipped and planning for the future and that sort of thing. Um, mm. And I did immediately, uh, if you know, because you've watched a couple of my streams, I've talked about it. You know, I've um, I did pretty much immediately start working with another person, and that's been pretty start and stop. Like we tried to work together, kind of gave up. Now we're starting again. We decided to start trying to work together again two days ago. We're gonna see if it works. Huh. Um, it was. Is this the the uh, a programmer. was it forex strategy game thing? Forex strategy game thing. I'm making the, the a tactics game. Is tactics, not forex strategy. <laughs> tactics. Jesus, it's like I'm not buying that off, Chris. That's a different. <laughs> it's a whole different yeah, thing. Are you making a new sieve? Like, is that <laughs> that'll be easy, it. right? <laughs> No, I'm not making Civ. No, I'm making no. Civ. I did see, um, I was watching the Game Awards and I saw Humankind. There's... Humankind. What so, on the pre-show, exactly. I've never heard of it. But I saw no. it looked like a trailer for Civilization. And I was like, oh, is Faraxis oh, doing something? I did watch that. And then I was like, wait, that's a completely different thing by a completely different yeah. studio. But it looks, smells, looks and like tastes Civ. exactly like Civ. Mm. Uh, like, to the point where they're like, yeah. They're describing it. Yeah, you start up with this, and then you build districts. And I'm like, yeah, like in Civ. You could just say Civ. Like, just it's. I mean, can you legally not say Civ? Like, why? I, why? Why are we not just saying I that? I need to. I. Have, you just reminded me of it. I need to do more research into that game because I like got way yeah. distracted during the 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 game awards. Oh, did you so, actually watch all of that thing? Oh yeah, I watched it. I was bored that day. I watched. I the was. I can, I've, you know, other than last year where I watched it while streaming with two other people, like the co-stream thing, I've never watched that, like, all the way through. Mm. And I was thinking about this the other day, like, I don't even want to. Like, <laughs> I thought about it and I was like, it's not like I hate it. I just have no compulsion to see it. 
I'm just yeah. like, I don't, I don't care about that. I and then it. it's just in case my friends show a game they're working on, and I can be like, that's true, that's true. Devolver had a game. Oh, I was happy for that. Yeah, because you never know. Because the game awards now isn't really about the awards. Like I, I, I yeah. kind of don't care if my friends get awards there. Like it's more to me. It's more about the trailers as always. Just to see, yeah. Like, oh shit! Is this what you've been working on for four years? Oh my god! Tell me all about it. Like, yeah, yeah. And I got the kind of inside thing with that. So, so for me, it was kind of fun. There wasn't any Hi. of that. Though. Anyway, not really. Yeah, there, there was. I mean, there was the Xbox. Obviously, mm-hmm. that was the whole thing. But Series X. other than that, yeah, that's so. One day they'll just call it Xbox, and it'll be fine, and nobody will care. Like no, it'll just no. go. It's the Xbox. Done. They, they do it with the first one? Isn't that the point? Yeah, but like you could just do like an iPhone and just be like, it doesn't need a stupid thing on the end of it. Or just go with numbers. Like PlayStation's kind of nailed it where they're just like, it's a PlayStation 4. Yeah. So the fourth one. Put yourself it's in boring, Microsoft's... but like. I know. <laughs> it's boring. That's not the problem. The problem is that Microsoft would have had to admit that they're one version behind. So you don't want people to go to the store and see a PlayStation 4 yeah. and an Xbox 3. So yeah, true. So there's a million things they could have done to get around this. But mm. instead they've decided to, I don't know. I don't know. I remember at the time before the Xbox 360 came out, I remember that the the prevalent thinking of those of us that were thinking about it was like, it's going to not be called an Xbox. It's going to be called something else box or like just something else like it's gonna follow that like convention and be like because that was kind of with sega consoles and nintendo consoles that's what they've done it only been the playstation that just called it the same thing again and stuck a number on it so Mm -hmm. it's just like well it's gonna be called something else and then it wasn't it was an xbox 360 and then a one and now a series x which is just i think that's the worst name of all of the xbox names Mm-hmm. The one was pretty bad, but I guess you just got used to it in time, maybe. But I don't know where they go next. Series X two. Yeah, like I don't. But it won't be. It'll be something else. It'll be like Xbox Salamander, or like it will be something completely Microsoft different. Does change direction? Like Microsoft Game Studios just changes direction. All the time. I wonder like if, if you if you deal with them as a business, like some some years they're like they want to put all their resources into making games for Mixer, and then like a year later, like no, that yeah. money's gone. We that was a huge mistake. We're putting all of our money into I don't know whatever the fuck is the big thing now. Connect. Like, yeah, they've always got some new initiative. We're so, just buying streamers now. That's that's our new thing. Uh, I mean, I I think at least like in the last couple of years. Hmm. I have good and bad things to say about Microsoft. I think in the last couple of years, they have at least, they have not abandoned Mixer. Like, oh, God, no. They are, they, it's, they've far from abandoned Mixer. They fucking bought Ninja and Shroud. Yeah. And, like, they bought some of the biggest content creators that, you know, if you're in on the inside skull, but, like, Ninja has been, had been on a bit of a downfall numbers-wise anyway. So it was the right time. And they're offering them brilliant deals, mm-hmm. so it makes sense. Well, but it, it's a bit—it was a huge deal in the streaming world. All of those things. Sure. So they're they're doing stuff. Do you think they're moving people over to the mixer ecosystem, though? Do you think they're moving viewers over? They're demonstrably not. Like yeah. <laughs> it's uh, 
the numbers like if you go and look at the numbers that ninja and uh shroud and people are pulling in it's a fraction of what they were pulling in on twitch like they're they're averaging three to five thousand when they were averaging 20 to twenty-five thousand yeah. on twitch so it's the not conveyed they need to it's hard it's hard to pe get people to move entirely from one platform to another like move yeah. entirely off of because myspace rose and then fell mm. like and if you're microsoft you need to make twitch be the thing that rose and then fell before Mixer, yeah. right so how do you do that do you do it by buying the people that's their current strategy they tried trying to make a killer app but they i would argue put in too many small bets for that rather than a lot of big ones twitch have very much been catching up with all the technology that mixer had so that isn't as much of an advantage the the way they seem to be positioning themselves now is bringing creators in and being more they seem to be trying to position themselves as somewhere creators want to go mm -hmm. which sort of has worked with money you know but like <laughs> kind of parallels the epic and steam situation or steam is like yeah steam is where all the the players are um <laughs> yeah epic is throwing a lot of money epic developers wow love working with epic they've always been yeah. really great to work with and epic's been throwing a lot of money at them this is and it's weird because i've had exactly the same conversations where i've said to people like i remember looking and just looking at the numbers that ninja and shroud were getting after they announced uh another big streamer uh ewok was going over to Mixer and I was like, I'm going to look at all these numbers and see what the fuck they're doing. Um, I remember saying, like, look at this. This is so much smaller. Like, this is crazy. And one of the responses was, yeah, but this is so much better for the streamers. Like, they got guaranteed money. They haven't yeah. got to work themselves into the ground. Yeah. Like, and I was like, wow, just as you said that, I was like, wow, that is exactly the same conversation where they're like, no, it's good for the creator. You like, know, therefore, in, good. In all seriousness, I don't think Kine, Kine would have gotten way way more people would be playing on Steam, like versus mm. the Epic Store. I think um, not not way more, but more people. There's just more mm. people on Steam, right? But it still wouldn't have been enough sales for me to be comfortable, and I'm really yeah. comfortable right now. Like it, it huh. just wouldn't have been. Kine was a niche game. It was a niche puzzle game. Like even if I had the number of sales I would have gotten on Steam, I would not have recouped Kine not for quite a while. No, I would not have recouped the amount of money I spent on Kine, and I wouldn't have had the freedom to spend the amount of money I spent on Kine if I didn't know I had that guaranteed money. Like I just, I know yeah. I can look at the amount of money Steven Sausage Roll made, and I can say, okay, that's the top. Like I'm probably that's not going to do be. better than yeah. that's like the maximum I can make. Like, uh, and I just wouldn't have been able to invest in it. And Kine was the most fun I've ever had in my life. Was making that mm. game. Like I owe I owe Epic huge. I don't talk. Like, I don't go around saying nice things about them, you know. Well, it is because they paid me. But no, I, like, I... You did before that. You were doing that yeah. before they were paying you. Like, like, I, I've got hours of audio where you're doing that. <laughs> I know. Like, I, I've always loved working with Epic. They're just, they've just always mm. been amazing for developers. And I don't think people appreciate how much having that, that financial freedom to just make a thing, how fulfilling and amazing that is you know yeah and so that's... i if that's the situation these streamers are having on mixer where it's like they were killing themselves for for nothing and i bet yo are people giving mixer the same kind of shit they give epic where they're like why aren't you supporting smaller streamers are they doing that or are they just like eh, we get it no mixer mixer are 
like well so here's the thing smaller streamers and discoverability is the biggest problem that streaming faces right now mm -hmm. we've got to a point where accessibility and software are cheap to free that anyone could do it like yeah. it's it's no issue to start streaming the problem is to get anyone to watch you and if mixer have done arguably slightly more than twitch have to remedy that problem which is they have a section that is like look at these five streamers that we've algorithmically said you should look at i think twitch have started copying that now actually but um they've that's it though like and that is a big issue and that is a thing that mixer are apparently listening to that's kind of their play at the moment they they're more transparent with their rules which is a huge thing in the streaming community at the moment mm -hmm. and they are also actively saying they're trying but i don't know what the solution to that really is using my experience in the games industry and say what yes. would, what would be said to you if you're in the games industry mm. okay so streamers want to streamers want more visibility but the people who watch streams don't give a shit and we're here for the customers. It's true. The thing is, the 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 well, maybe not. I was gonna say because this. I guess I work in the industry where I want to talk to everyone that's trying to stream. Mm -hmm. And I guess this is a parallel. I guess maybe to indie games where it was like, oh wow, now anyone can do it because of tools. You can do it. Anyone can do it, and anyone is. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot more people trying to do it. So. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is very true. Like, you know so what? Like, it comes down to: Are you? What are you more concerned about? Um, the small streamer or the customers? Right? Yeah. And at the end of the day, yeah. the platform doesn't exist because the small streamers support it. The small streamers actually want money. The people who are supporting mm. the platform, the ones who are paying for the platform, are the ones that get the say. That is very true. It's uh, it's interesting because it's also a very influencer led medium so like and again i don't know if i feel people are talking about this more because this is the industry i've kind of moved in but like i feel like the discussion of discoverability how rules are applied and everything are like the biggest conversations of everyone that's talking about streaming mm -hmm. but then again like i imagine like the you go and watch like some of the biggest streamers on Twitch are generally pulling in twenty five to thirty thousand people at a time, like your Doctor Disrespect or your Tim the Tapman. And are all those people worried about that? Probably not. They just come on to watch Doctor Disrespect and turn it off. Like <laughs> that could be the thing. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, it is really hard to say. It's also. There's a lot of parallels, I think, here between being trying to make it as an indie streamer and try like a small streamer and trying to make it as an indie developer. Like I, I think there is a lot of parallels. Um, mm. But I think there's also just something different in streaming specifically because it is so tied into politics in a weird way, because it is so tied into um, censorship conversations and shit like that, and because mm. because there is a giant global conversation right now about where people get their news and how you're getting your news from anywhere and anybody can say a thing on the internet and now you've got people who are like nobody that are saying things on the internet and it kind of pulls <laughs> into that whole like that whole fucking meta conversation we're having about you know who has the right to news and that sort of thing 
mm-hmm. or who has the right to give news and where should you consume your media from and all that shit, right? Yeah, I, I mean... I mean, I'll say the, as a as a game developer, right? Yes. A thing you have right now is there's a lot of people who've never shipped a game before giving advice that is very bad on mm-hmm. YouTube. Like, or, or <laughs> selling... Oh, yeah. Or, the streaming or, thing is for that now as well. It's crazy. Anyway, yeah, carry on. Or selling, like, I've bought things off the Unreal Marketplace to check them out, and I've been like, this literally doesn't work like and mm. i can fix it but i'm like wow you literally shipped a thing with bad math and gave it to other people to use as a template are you you're selling this <laughs> like i've seen that right um yeah because anybody can sell anything uh mm. and it it does make me uh respect the need for something like gdc uh, a thing that curates that says hey these are the people that know what they're talking about they may not be the most popular uh because they, they, you know, they're not popular or pretty or whatever, but they've like, the reason you don't know about them is because they spent five to 10 years making a thing for a video game rather than being famous on the internet. They mm. don't have big YouTube channels. What they say is important though, because they're right. And that's the purpose of like GDC, right? And I almost feel like maybe I, I'm going on a weird tangent here, but like the need for curation is a big thing. Uh, I think in in YouTube and in specifically, I know I'm only thinking about this. I feel like the times I look at YouTube is to like see how to do a thing for the most part. Like mm-hmm. it's pretty rare I'm browsing to, for entertainment purposes. Really, I'm like the complete. I all ninety percent of my entertainment I would say is on YouTube now. Anyway, carry on. No, that's cool. So like, do you just do you use it like TV? You just wake up and like browse YouTube for stuff to watch. Or like every night. Like that's what I do. I I have my subscriptions that I watch, but I always go through the recommended thing because it's all algorithmically tailored to me. And it's like, but what if Saruman was good? And I'm like, I don't know. And I and then I'm there like that. <laughs> I have a good time. But yeah, I do watch all that kind of stuff. But yeah, anyway, you were on a point. Sorry, and it was interesting. No, I wasn't. Curation. I was just, I was just going for it. But yeah, I, like I. <laughs> it was good. I don't know. I I think curation is something that. I, at least I'm craving and I think probably other people are craving and I think that might be a solution for some of these things like yeah uh, for all of it like I, I think if a wave mixer could move perhaps or a YouTuber anybody could move is by having some method for curation and you are seeing this on Steam by the way they did do a push for like um, one of their they many did. experiments was curators yeah the problem like and like so so Twitch and Mixer kind of do, kind of, <laughs> in that they have the front page. Mm-hmm. Like, you go on it, there's six to seven streamers that are, like, on the carousel of this is the stuff that someone at Twitch has decided should be on the front page. Mm-hmm. It's just there's... <sighs> that To get on that is a very difficult process, and how that's all done is very... Di- and there's, it's, like I say, it's six or seven people. There's no... Like, with YouTube... When I go on YouTube, I just have this endless scroll of videos that are all algorithmically picked for me based on everything I've ever watched. And it's like, oh, you might like, because there's a similar kind of thing to on Twitch where it's like, if I watched someone play Euro Truck Simulator 2, it will throw at me, here are other people playing Euro Truck Simulator 2. But it's not granular enough. Like, it's... I, I don't know if this is, I don't know how you solve this, like if this is a tagging thing or something, but like 
the type of person you want to watch is very different from the specific game you want to watch mm. if you get me so it's yeah curation would be good it's just how and who and but if if a company could put some time and money into that like in the same way that uh apple started when they were doing the itunes they hired people that were like this is the really cool journalist guy who knows all about the rock music and he would curate everything that would go in that page on the itunes store like i don't know if you invest in something like that someone who's like this person knows everything about people that like to chat about specific topics and we get him and he goes through all the streamers and he finds the good ones Mm. like i don't know but then you're it's just one person's taste i don't know it's true but yeah i mean there's the i I personally like the idea of the one person's taste thing you do see like (laughs) algorithmic stuff you see on netflix that never really worked for me i will say the deep dive system on steam is the closest thing i've ever seen to like an algorithmic system for recommending things that i really like it's like i've seen that it's one of their steam labs experiments they Hmm. you put in a a game and then it shows you like a, a grid of like a three by three grid of other games like here's games that are more popular that are that are similar here's games that are highly rated but not popular like hidden gems that are similar and here's why they're similar to what you just put in Uh, and like here's games that are just similar right Uh, Hmm. uh something about it i've always i've really found a lot of really cool little hidden gems through that um yeah it's really great for games research or just like I want a game like this, but not this right now. Like, it's yeah. perfect oh. for that. Yeah, that's a, like, I always live in that. I, I remember uh, thinking that when I was playing a ton of Overwatch. I was like, I want to just play this, but I kind of have played this now. Like, yeah. <laughs> at like 150 hours in, like, I, I've played it. Is this something that's basically going to scratch the same itch, but different? But yeah. yeah. yeah I wonder I'm, if, like, I uh, chew through games too quickly now. Like, I, I like, well, n- not that. I don't want longer games. I prefer shorter mm. games that I can chew through. But yeah. like, I love Steam Labs. I specifically Deep Dev. I really like Deep Dev. I should check that out. I haven't really been on Steam. Neither has Kine. A but lot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I haven't been on it for a long while, so I haven't looked. Uh, yeah, I should do that. It would be interesting to see. And this is just me thinking off the top of my head, like a. Like, if you could do, like, a playlist, but, like, for streamers. That's an interesting idea. I'm going to I'm gonna ruminate on that as a uh, person that could you know, do something like that. <laughs> as I say, you work for XSplit. You can make these things happen now. Yeah. it's it, I mean, it's a conversation that, like, because the conversations you're having internally at a company that does streaming software is what's next. Like, that's the mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like, you look at where you are now and you're like, or at least this is what I'm internally finding interesting, whether anyone in the company cares or not, I'll still message my manager and be like, hey, I just thought of this. (laughs) And he's like, well, let me tell you all the reasons that this idea is not workable, but interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. But like, you, you want, I'm trying to think of like the, what are the problems? How do you solve them? And where's the where's everything going in like yeah. the next two to three years? Like what do, what do you see this being? I've definitely so, been yeah. I've been schooled on this a lot, and the reason it comes up is because for a while, obviously there's the mixer initiatives, and for a while there was just a lot of stuff in games where it's like 
streamers are more successful when they interact with their audience. Gamers are all about game developers are all about making interactive experiences. Surely mm. something is here, um, and I do see um, generally not like generally. Nah. Generally, people watch a streamer play video games because they want to hear the streamer's personality. They don't necessarily. Is streaming a really great platform for selling games? Kind of, it gets the the brand out there, but does it actually ship units? It's hard to say. Like all the stuff Epic does with the creator program is interesting to me, because what mm. they're trying to do is they're saying, okay, you like this streamer. If you buy this game from this streamer, the streamer will get a cut. Isn't that yeah. wonderful? But the thing is, no streamer wants to give their their audience a reason to stop watching the stream and to go play something, right? So the, <laughs> uh, There is and, that. And for the most part, streamers, it might work for Fortnite, where you're watching, like, your person plays Fortnite, you watch your favorite streamer play Fortnite, you want to buy, a, a like, a, a, I don't know, some pants for your Fortnite character, you might as well give 10% tip to your streamer, right? Like, yeah. It makes sense for like an ongoing game like that, but I don't know if it makes sense for smaller indie games. I'm not sure. Like I, at no, first I was super I, bullish on it, and now I'm not. I agree. I mean, with the way it seemed, I would agree, and I believe we've had these conversations. I'm like, yeah, that's the way it's going to be, and it doesn't seem to be <laughs> yeah. the way it's going to be, and it also doesn't seem to be the way anyone wants it to be. Like, there doesn't seem to be this clamor for it, and like not many there are not there are streamers that are big that w that play indie games i was about to say not many do yeah. but the top 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 tier maybe don't so much but like there are a lot that do play indie games but i've also seen indie developers like tweet like uh i forget who now someone mentioned that their game was in a youtube video and showed like the percentage of everything that had gone up after that like after a week and it was like imperceptibly nothing sort of <laughs> amounts where they were like i was on this giant youtuber and not a lot happened like i didn't sell lots of games all yeah. of a sudden it just it looked kind of like it would do if it hadn't happened <laughs> like so it's tough to say i don't know what that intersection is yeah indie games and streamers i'm not sure there is like a money-making opportunity there there might be it's but... hard to say well i mean a lot of the conversations in AAA are definitely about hooking streamers and getting streamers to play your game and you mm. know getting eyeballs. There's just a certain amount of piercing the zeitgeist, especially if you're a bigger game. But I guess Fortnite is just the it's the thing everyone's thinking about. I've heard oh that God. word thrown around in companies I should never have heard it thrown around in. Fortnite? And it's like Yeah. It's like oh. we should Fortnite. We should do what about Fortnite? And it's like no, but it's Don't amazing. Don't just say things, dude. I love. Um, I did you see the giant Star Wars reveal within the Fortnite universe? No, because I'm, I'm. I was trying to. I, I don't want to see too much, but I fucking loved it. But do you know what? Do you know what I did you, when in the first month when I didn't have a job, I played like thirty hours of Fortnite. <laughs> they did the season two thing or season ten, even sorry, where they destroyed the world, and it was the coolest thing I've seen in a long time like i was so into it like i'd check in and be like oh shit nothing's happened still what's gonna happen this is so good and i was so like i'd never really played it the game before but i was just like this is this is the best marking and then they put bots in the game which i don't think they've actually said they've done but they definitely have and yeah. i can play it now 
and I was running around getting kills, and I had time to start to learn how to do all the crazy upward spiral so, building. And I, I played like 30 hours of it, and I, I haven't played it since, but like, I was like, I get it. I get it now. See, <laughs> I haven't been, good. I haven't been following it as closely as I should have, but I, what I love about it is the, the stuff we used to get back in the day, it, it's bringing people together at a specific moment. It's, yes. an, you know, it, this is something where it, it it sets off your your FOMO, right? It's like, oh, the only time I can watch this happen mm. is if I'm watching it when everybody else watches it on Saturday at two o'clock, and that's something that's that's something we don't have in society anymore, right? That's something. That's why the kids fucking love it. It's because it mm. used to be if you wanted to watch a TV show, you had to get home in time, sit, park your ass in front of the TV when your favorite TV show was on. Whereas now everything you can watch it. I don't yeah, know, I'll catch it later. It's fine. This is the yeah. one. This is one of the few things in the world today which is like no you're there you're not and you have no excuse not to be there you can just turn on your computer yeah that like that hole where they ended the world yeah like i had no conception that that was coming and i like follow video game news like again i wasn't following fortnite but like it just i literally clicked on and it was like i just saw like the tweets and people were like, science fucking happening in Fortnite. And I was like, oh, what the <laughs> fuck? And like, I literally just went on Twitch, top streamer, all the streams showing the same thing. It's like, shit's happening. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I clicked on it. And it I was just watching. So many yeah, people yeah. watched that, it crashed their store. I was, yeah. not, I was not it even was, mad. I was Twitch excited. broke. <laughs> like, leg- legit Twitch broke. Like, for like a hot minute, it didn't work anymore. That's and there was. Insane. Like it, there was millions of people watching like nothing for a little while, and it was like, it was so cool. Like, cause I was watching it, I was like, "Huh, what is happening?" And I watched it. I watched the rocket thing, all the sky crack, and like the rockets coming out, and everything blow up, and then everyone got sucked into a black hole. And it was like, and I was reading, like, cause I was watching the live feed of tweets and chat, and it was like, yeah, you can't log into the game right now. It just does that. Like, that's all it is. It's just a black hole and there's yeah. nothing else. And that was a few days. Like, yeah. the, the game was just down. And it was like, this is the best thing that has happened in video games for a long while, in my opinion. Just because no, I didn't expect it and I didn't know what was going to happen. And it dude, was so cool. They they pulled off world events in a bigger way than World of Warcraft, EverQuest ever did. Like, this, yeah. is, this is the MMO. This is the MMO we've needed. Like, I, 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 I'm impressed. Like, I... I had no idea this was going to become what it became. No, and Which like, yeah, I yeah, I was really dialed in on that, and re- like, I'd have my phone, and I'd just be like looking at it, like I mean, something could happen any minute. I don't know. Disney announces their next Star Wars movie inside of Fortnite, <laughs> like Dude. with a bunch of special handouts to the, and at the end, everybody in Fortnite gets lightsabers and goes at it. That is the most brilliant fucking marketing I've ever seen. It's so much. Like, here's the other thing, like. I used to try and play that game before they put, like, bots in it. And everyone was so good. You couldn't play it. And you couldn't really learn because you'd get... It was like Call of Duty when you used to play that on, like, Modern Warfare on the 360. You'd try and play it and you'd be like, everyone's too good. I can't... I don't even get time to learn. Like, (laughs) and the system to get in and out would take so long. But they've done two things. Bots. And they've also done, like, a get back into the game faster thing that just makes the whole process of getting back into another game so much quicker. And like I said, I played 30 hours of the thing now. <laughs> I was like, these are the two things it needed to make it perfect for me. And yeah, it's it's a really good game. That's the other thing about it. Like it's, it's 
plays really well. It's really nicely balanced, except for, you know, the odd little things that come up, yeah. which are going to happen all the time in live get competitive games. But yeah, it's great. And yeah, that end the world thing was so good. Man. It was so exciting. Do you remember a year ago do you, when we were talking about the future and stuff? We were talking about streaming and, and what, mm. what would come up. I have to admit, I never thought at any given moment, I always thought Fortnite had peaked. Oh, yeah. It always felt like it. I was like, You'd always well, be like this is big now, but let's talk about the future. Like, yeah. Never would I have imagined it would be just bigger, more Fortnite. Like, yeah. But the, without a doubt, like that is the biggest thing in the industry right now. It's bigger than... It conversation about stadia or any streaming yeah. service it's it, like i don't think we talk about enough the fact that fucking star wars announces their next game inside of fortnite because that is the platform to reach the most people yeah that easily insane yeah it's like and it's not even just like the biggest game like i said it's still one of like the world's biggest things like, yeah. it's still, like, the thing that everyone, that all the kids are playing and talking about still. Mm -hmm. It's which... where they meet their friends. Because, of course, because, you know, if you're a kid today, good God, like, everything, <laughs> right? you, put, everything you put on the internet is there forever. Do you want your uh, six-year-old thoughts to be on the internet? Like, when people are Googling you for your next job, they're going to find what your kids said at six years old on the internet and that if you're a kid you're growing up in that environment and here's this thing where it's like it's a chat i'm hanging out with my friends in a virtual world none of this is recorded like there's just so many small things <laughs> everything that happens here happens in that moment and then it's over and if you miss it then you missed it like there's it it's captured something that we've lost as a society it's a silly way to say but it's it's yeah. kind of true uh I Dude, it's super true, and especially as you normally get, like, you, like you say, you got to play that thing where you ran around with a lightsaber. Yeah. It's not even like you can just watch the YouTube video of it. It's like, no, I was there, and we did a thing, and yeah. you didn't get to do it because you wasn't there. <laughs> like, yeah. that's really rare. Oh, even, God. like, a concert now, you can just watch, like, I can just, if a band's touring, it's not the same, but, like, I could just go and watch them, like, literally the next day on YouTube, like, the entire concert. And I'm like, ah, oh, cool. Good. That was so good. So you'll be able to watch it in VR. Right? Like, yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, Fortnite's incredible. But, like, speaking of which, like, a whole Xbox was announced, and no one was as excited as, like, two minutes of Star Wars in Fortnite. Wow. <laughs> like, it's crazy. It's true, yeah. Well, I mean, I think the that's interesting. The timing of the announcement of the Xbox is interesting, though. It's hard. Hmm. Was this an announce? They already announced that they were working on it. What they announced was the name and the form factor. Yeah, um, they they'd said, we're making it. It's called Project Scarlet. These are all the specs. It's got a halo on it more soon. But I've this is the first time that I, I mean, I expected at E3 to see yeah. what the console looked like. It's curious they decided to beat Sony. It's curious that they, they turned it into a race to come out faster with news. Yeah, I mean, they had a PS5 game, like that Gearbox game that mm -hmm. looked like a Gearbox game that I was like, huh. The typical, 
The typical move is not to announce before the holidays because you want people to be buying the current stuff for Christmas. Normally, yeah. Whereas if you announce before the holidays, then people will be like, ooh, not going to buy this because I'm waiting for the next console. The only reason to announce early would be to be, by the way, it's multi-platform. Make sure you go get your current games. But they didn't really drill on that a lot. So they I'm not didn't. Sure and like, also, the, the one thing I found interesting was that this i wonder if they're gonna have like a because i was working in retail like games retail when the wii u was launched Ooh. and i like yeah that was a whole so what is it like a controller for the wii and i'm like no 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 it's a whole new console i'm like what like, where's the box why are they only showing off the thing i'm like well the box is actually in the demo stand it's just kind of down there and they're like so can i buy the f no is it a tablet no like <laughs> like yeah. a whole thing but my or wife, just the, the people who bought Wii games for their kids, but bought it for the wrong thing. They bought the Wii when it was like yeah. the Wii U and shit. Like uh, the Wii U was that was a shit sad. Show. Yeah, it was. I had one. It was had good games, but no, the like Series X is gonna have the same fucking problems though. People are gonna. This, this is what I was gonna say. My wife gonna... literally said, mm. "So is this just like another Xbox One?" And I was like, "No, that's that's the new console." And she was like. But it looks, because I've got, like, the Xbox One X. And she's like, it looks, like, the same as that, except now it's, like, a brick. And I, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And she's like, and it's called the Series X? That doesn't sound like it's the new machine. And I was like, I guess not. Like, I don't, I don't know if that will be a problem by the time it comes out. But that initial thing of, like, it looks similar. And it has a weird name. Like... <laughs> People are going to go to GameStop and say, my kid has the Xbox One X. The Xbox X? And then they're yeah. gonna get the game for the wrong thing, and then they're gonna return the game. This is just gonna well, be that all over again. The only thing they said is that it's gonna play everything, like Dude. all of this. Even the controllers are gonna work. Like if you, your Xbox One controllers are gonna work on the Xbox One, the oh no, the Xbox Series X. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an unwieldy name, and it looks kind of odd. Like it's, I know they said you can put it like. On horizontal the, on the well i mean when they demoed the that one doesn't bother me so much because when they first showed off the playstation they showed it yeah. standing and and i nobody puts it standing <laughs> so i don't I, I believe it'll turn yeah no it they've said it they've said it does like it, it will sit down it's just a kind of weird looking thing but it's i i wonder if there's going to be like xbox series something because i'm still of the mindset that they're going to go full X Cloud and like you're gonna get like a Toshiba Xbox like or like a Xbox app on your television that just plays it and it's just like this hardware you don't need it but it's just you know makes streaming a little easier I guess I suspect we're a ways out from that I've um, infrastructurally I guess we've talked about this before but yeah yeah I, I just don't think they're um, uh, the the Microsoft Play is mostly that you can install. There, there is something to be said that's really interesting about not having mm. to uh, install a game, about being able to stream it while it installs in the background, and then play it. That, that was the dream nice. of the Xbox One that never, like, super came true. Because, like, you can kind of... <laughs> I found it will say ready to play, and then you go to click on it, the menu opens up, and it's like, well, you can't really do anything yet, but you want to chill in this menu? And I'm like, <laughs> no. no. Well, with, with streaming, <laughs> it'll, it'll be more possible. Um, yeah, and that stuff is like uh, I've I've just I've done some competitive analysis in the streaming, and I think the uh, the uh, as far as streaming goes, I, I think Stadia does have a really solid 
performance. And I think I, I haven't experimented much with xCloud, so I, I shouldn't say much. We'll see. I, I think, but I don't think that's their focus. If you read what they're saying, I think their focus is definitely to have a console first experience and have streaming be like this kind of feature that they're slowly rolling into, which is mm. very intelligent as the internet get, it positions them so that they're, they're using it to ease certain experiences that traditional console gamers already have. Things like you can play the game immediately while it streams in the background, or hey, if you're on vacation, you can stream. It won't be as good as playing it locally, you know. Uh, but you you have an option. Things yeah. like that, and they're careful about oh. which games they're going to allow on it. It's not going to be every game immediately, because not all games are really good for streaming. Is in Microsoft's opinion, they, they've got a lot of they're, they're pushing. I've been reading up on what they're doing um, from what they've said publicly and stuff, uh, and I, I think they're they're pretty clear that they're taking a kind of slower approach rather than jumping in in the deep end mm. with both feet like Stadia is. Like, no, this is a streaming platform. Uh, it, I, I don't know, though. We'll see. We'll see what happens the next year. It's yeah, be it'll be year. interesting to see what Sony's play is as well. Like, what the PlayStation 5... Is it still going to be the PS4-style thing where their focus was really, like, the box with the good games? Like, that was really their thing. And they definitely nailed it with the PlayStation 4. And yes. I wonder if they continue down that route with the PlayStation 5. Well, I suspect we'll see some exclusives. I mean, we've got no reason to think they wouldn't. Have oh, yeah, exclusives still. I just, usual studios, yeah. yeah. Wonder if they still go for the whole, like, no, no streaming, only discs. Like, if that's well, there. I don't know why. I mean, they've, they're actually at the forefront of streaming, technically. Oh yeah, they have actually. They've had PlayStation Now for ages. Yeah. Doesn't like, that apparently work like really well? Yeah, I like nobody ever talks about it, but they're actually no. they're actually the most successful streaming platform for video games right now. So that's why I'm a little confused. Huh. Uh yeah, PlayStation Now has been doing very well. People tend to really like it that use it. Yeah. I've actually the minute I said that, it was like, Oh, I remember hearing from someone. I remember that thing launching years and years ago. Yeah. And just thinking like huh oh cool you can just do an app on your tv and just connect your ps3 controller to your tv that's interesting and like it's still going and people are telling me it's real like i've someone told me like not too long ago they were oh i was using playstation now it was really good i was like oh yeah i forgot that was a thing <laughs> i think because it had ps3 games and the ps4 was just soon coming out or just come out or something that was yeah. like uh, whatever it's like, oh, this isn't games. backwards compatible, but if you want to play your old games, you can play through this. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I, I don't yeah. know. Like, it, I wouldn't write them out on that one. I, I have no idea what they're doing, though. And I think this is, it's about time to wrap up the podcast. No we're yes. Exuberant. I agree. Uh, it's been great chatting with you, Chris Light. Thanks for talking about the future with me. Hey, no problem, Gwen. Thank you. It's good to be back. It's good to have you back. This has been Gwen Frey and Chris Light, and you've been in the dialogue box.